All right, everybody. Uh, welcome to another episode of Positively Charged Wrestling um, with your lovely host, Braden, and uh, Mr. Josh. What's up, guys? Uh, been, a, been a little bit of another break here, but uh, as we've explained, um, that a lot of things are going on. <laughs> we... Uh, <laughs> We we both have busy lives, and this is a passion project, and we're trying to get to it when we can. But uh, but anyways, how, how how the heck are we, Josh? I'm doing good, doing good. And and I I was thinking about that the other day, where we kind of uh, you know every now and then we we don't get to do a show, or we miss a week or two, and then we come back. It's it's kind of fitting because it's kind of like wrestling is. You know, you got you got family, you got that you got that your responsibility to do. But you always got wrestling to fall back on, and it's just like this podcast. You know, when when you get the time, we'll knock out another episode. So. Exactly. Um, so since it has been a little bit of time, uh, and it seems—correct me if I'm wrong here—but I think our watch-alongs have been kind of well received. Yeah. Um, yep. We're actually going to do a uh, a double hitter today. Uh, we're going to kick off with one watch-along. And uh, do our usual rundown. We may even do a little bit of the rundown while we're watching this first match and, and talk about some things. But um, yeah, we're going to we're going to do a little double hitter today, and uh, I'll let you uh, explain the matches we're going to watch. Two fine choices. So, uh, what, what are we going to be watching today, man? Uh, well, we pulled these from our uh, today in wrestling history. We had a few things come up, and. Uh... These two kind of stood out. Uh, the first one's going to be from uh, 2002, from uh, July 25th, 2002. Uh, I don't remember the setup for the match. Um, I know these guys have wrestled a few times uh, through history. And uh, it was uh, Chris Jericho and Edge in a steel cage match on SmackDown. Um, I thought it was kind of cool because of, you know, looking where both guys are this year, you know, uh, playing an integral part in both their respect to companies, you know, so it's kind of cool seeing them lock horns there and then, you know, kind of retrospective looking back at it. And, uh, and also that episode of SmackDown is kind I don't know, it's kind of like things switch gears a little bit on that episode. Cause this is, um, this is also while we're on the subject of that episode and, and today in wrestling history, that was also the episode that Rey Mysterio made his WWE debut. <laughs> so, uh, well, uh, I guess we'll, we'll get started here. Uh, I think I've got it, I've got it pulled up. I'm at, uh, one minute or one hour, four seconds and 14 seconds or four minutes and 14 seconds. <laughs> uh, so, uh, that's, uh, is that where you're at your time stamp? Yeah. I think I'm like one second ahead of you. So we're good. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. All right. So. Uh, we'll give it a three, two, one play here, and uh, whoever wants to join along. Yet again, that's the July twenty fifth, two thousand two SmackDown. Uh, one hour, four minutes, fourteen seconds, or fifteen seconds, whichever you prefer. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's a we'll, delay uh, thing. Exactly. So um, <laughs> for uh, for everyone out there, uh, three, two, one. Play. All right. 
get uh, Edge here coming out. Um, and obviously, this was before, just a, just a few years before the the rated R superstar. Um, yep. And so this was when he was really getting going on his singles career. Yeah. I mean, I, I always looking back. He 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 he's got an underrated entrance here and when he became the rated R superstar. Uh, yep. Because running to both sides of the stage and that whole bit, and then obviously after he became the rated R superstar and the on this day music and the the fog and the fireworks. I mean, it's uh, either entrance. I, I think is is pretty darn solid. Um, really. Really gets the crowd crowd into it. Um, so so apparently, uh, while we're on the topic of Edge, uh, apparently he's. Uh, I don't want to. This week that um, they've already got him slated for uh, WrestleMania next year. No. And uh, supposedly, obviously this is July and that's ways off, but supposedly. Uh, they're looking to continue him and Orton, which obviously makes sense because it's far from being. Uh, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, and there's Mr. Y2J, who's currently feuding with Sebastian Bach um, from uh, Skid Row. Have you heard about this? I, I, seems like I heard mention of it. I don't know all the details. but uh... so, so apparently Sebastian Bach... Uh, tweeted at Jericho that he's miming to music and, and, uh, you know, lip syncing and, and so on and so forth. And old Jericho, who's been having these Saturday night specials, uh, online and sing-alongs and been singing Skid Row songs. And they're just going back and forth on who's the, who's the better singer and, I, I think it's just all of it's ridiculous in, in a good way, but, uh, yeah. And, uh, looks like we're getting going here. Edge coming out at Jericho. And now we're back in. Um, I don't remember yeah. the, the build to this match. Uh, I, Edge had come I out of a feud with angle, but I don't really know how he got yep. to the feud of Jericho. Yeah, uh, that's that. That's me as well. I'm. I'm not sure either. Uh, it seems like, and, and this was right in the thick of, uh, if I'm not mistaken, SmackDown Six era. So, yeah. and, and so, I can't remember if we took this around on the last episode. So, so Heyman, uh, while, while we bring up SmackDown Six, Heyman is is no longer. You know, in charge on Raw, it's all Pritchard on both SmackDown and Raw. Um, and supposedly AJ Styles um, hates Paul Heyman. A lot, a lot <laughs> of stuff coming out there. And so I haven't I, heard that one either. Yeah, so, well, Jericho like a cat just climbing that cage. I, I, I don't, I don't know the full details behind it, but. Apparently, him and him and Heyman didn't get along, and that's one reason uh, Styles was moved to SmackDown. So, okay. kind of interesting. Um, you, you know, 
I take the, these past few months in, in wrestling anyways, I'm very thankful they're able to continue. But the vast majority of it, I think we're going to look back on, and the vast majority of it's going to be rather forget, forgettable. Um, and hopefully yeah. we'll get back to this right here with arenas full of people and just regular wrestling. Um, Cause this is just yeah. such a bizarre old time to talk about bizarre old world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think looking back, I mean, it's, it's so weird. And I think a lot of it is, I mean, not, not saying they're not trying cause they are, but at Ooh. the same time, I think a lot of it's kind of like, Hey, let's just do something to get us through this, you know? It's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Not really, not really on autopilot, but kind of, you know, it's just like, we're just, oh, we're yeah. just trying to get through it and to get back to normal. And then, you know, um, yeah, and, and it's, it's understandable. I mean, you've got a lot of sports that are coming back right now. I mean, NBA, baseball, NHL, all without fans. It's all just very strange. Um, but hopefully, uh, hopefully by maybe, who knows, maybe by the Royal Rumble, they'll be able to have something. Maybe by the end of the year, able to have some semblance of a crowd. Who knows? Um, I, I, I don't know how this is all gonna go. How how things are gonna get back to normal or close to normal? Or yeah. Oh, got um, some, got some color oh, going on here. Do we have some color? Okay. Uh, so I know we've talked about it before, but you know we we was talking about you know. Um, Obviously, Jericho's still going strong. You know, just had a had a pretty good match with Orange Cassie a few weeks ago, and uh, was in the main event on Dynamite this past week. He's calling himself the Demo God because he draws in the eighteen to forty nine crowd. And, you know, obviously with AEW, he's I mean, he's he's just been on fire since he's been there. Uh, but. Uh, I mean, he's. We've talked about it before. He certainly put himself in that in that goat, the, the greatest of all time debate. Um, oh, definitely. So you know, I, I was listening to uh, Grilling Jr. And I'm just terribly behind on all my podcasts. And I, this was from two or three weeks ago. They they were reliving Bret Hart's 1996. They were talking about. Uh, you know, J.R. said there's two people in, in his mind that he puts in the same category, and it's uh, Flair and Shawn Michaels as just greatest ever. Um, and I don't disagree with that. And obviously, Shawn Michaels was just on another level in ring, uh, could certainly talk and had charisma, and Flair did it for so long. Well, I think... I don't think it's blasphemous to put Jericho in that same breath. Do I think he's as good as either one of those? It, it debatable, perhaps, but I think we got to start looking at it. He's he's been doing it for thirty years now, close to it. So true. I, I mean, I mean, I think, uh, and he's continued to reinvent himself. So yeah, he stayed fresh the whole time. Uh, one of the things I always like look at it with Jericho is uh, he's a believable on whatever tier he's working. Uh, you can have him as a main event guy with the world title 
or you can have him like with the the uh, lower singles mid, mid card title, or you can just have him open in the card. You know, no matter what he where he's working on the card, who he's working with, what level of uh, yep. opponent, he's believable. He can he can make his match believable, and I think that says a lot for him as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I think looking back, my favorite version of Jericho was the like uh, 2008, 2009, where he had the where he was wearing the suits and mm-hmm. uh, talked very calmly. Uh, had a little bit of Nick Bockwinkle. He, he he used big words. He talked very calmly. Yeah, uh, and, and kind of condescending to the audience. Uh, and obviously, was the world champion. Had that phenomenal feud to circle it all back with Shawn Michaels at that time. Uh, and. Uh, so it um, but he has he's continued to reinvent himself over the years uh, oh got the knees up nice and I mean Edge uh, he I mean I, no disrespect I, I, I don't think he's in that GOAT status, but I mean, he's certainly a deserving Hall of Famer, no doubt about it. Uh, tremendous mind. I was reading something else this week. Supposedly, him and uh, Daniel Bryan are both heavily involved in uh, uh, WWE creative. So I, I read that somewhere as well. I hope that's true. I think both those guys have tremendous uh, minds for the business. Um, so, so that's good. Uh, I mean, it's um, and certainly if uh, you know Edge, uh, that was a cool move. A little front, suit, little face buster suplex deal there. Uh, what a maneuver! <laughs> uh, I. It, it, I was watching, uh, I think it was uh, Bret Hart and, and Davy Boy uh, from In Your House 95 because listening to that grilling JR, they were talking about that match. Uh, that and the Survivor Series match with Diesel from a month prior. And I started with the uh, uh, started with Bret and Davy because just those two were great together. And I, I was watching that match. Great match, by the way. Uh Yep. And just listening to Vince on commentary. And it's <laughs> a lot of, whoa, hell there he is. What a maneuver. And here we go. And it's a lot of generic stuff. That, there's not a lot of call in the match. That, and I'm, I just got a chuckle out of that. It's, it still draws you in. But if you really listen to what he's saying, it's, it's not a lot of call in moves or anything like that. So that just good chuckle. It's, um, it's his uh, easy way of commentating. Just yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe Vince don't know the name of the of the uh, moves. <laughs> oh, he he may not. He may not. And, <laughs> and you know, really, uh, if you think about it, to, to my mind, I don't know if names of moves really become noticeable. Um, to in my mind, and, and I could be wrong on this, but. I know Mike Tanay, when he got introduced in WCW, was one of the first that I can recall 
with a lot of the Lucha Libre and, and uh, Japanese wrestlers and, uh, yeah, and calling different moves and explaining different things. Um, True. Oh, um, weird. Is this it? I, I cannot remember who wins, who wins this match. So, um, but uh, because I, I, I don't think I remember, you know, Monsoon and Heenan and Ventura and, the, and that bunch. Uh, now, now, Jim Ross and uh, Gordon Soley in, in the Crockett days in Mid South, I. I They'd have to go back and watch. Now they may have called some moves, but I don't think it was like as, as commonplace uh, until the, probably the mid nineties. Um, I, I guess in the mid nineties, when things got a little bit more intricate uh, and, and more moves started being introduced, I guess you had to call them something. So true, true. Um, this has been a heck of a match. This was uh, this was right after Austin walked out, right? I think so. I think I think so too. I, I think this was right after he walked out, and because uh, it was right around the King of the Ring time, and this was, I guess, a month or so after that. Obviously, Lesnar just debuted. Yeah, they're um this this is I think they're still like kind of fine tuning the brands or something because I'm pretty sure Jericho leaves shortly after this and goes to yeah. Raw. And um actually I think at the end of the it, this might be it. I think at the end of this episode there's a uh you know who's in the limo leaving and going to Raw moment or something like that. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Not to spoil the end. Show, but oh. if, if I'm thinking of the right episode, nice. And then he rolls over on top of him. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, there's a pretty good percentage we could see a double cross body in this match somewhere. I, I, I'm probably not, not this late in the match, but I, I'm not going to disagree with that. That's uh. <laughs> I would I would probably have to pop for that, especially after you calling it out. Uh, <laughs> you you look back and uh, I think sometimes we take for granted some of the terrific matches we've gotten over the years on free TV. Um, this certainly being one of them. Uh, <laughs> Edge going to the top. Jericho crawling to the door. Capacity crowd on their feet. <laughs> I think, yeah, okay. Edge is going to win. Oh, there we go. Nice. I, I think not. the. Uh, I think there's some pretty cool aftermaths of this one. If I'm again, this is if I'm remembering the right. I believe you're right. Yeah, uh, here we go. If I can be serious for a minute. 
Good old Lance Storm. This is this is all Canadians. Oh yeah, this was the Un Americans, wasn't it? I believe so. Yeah. It's kind of funny. I saw Lance Storm and Christian, and and I didn't think nothing of it. But then I saw Test, and I was like, "What's he doing with those?" And then I guess it, <laughs> yeah, that's when it started to click. Americans. I, that was a short-lived stable. Yeah. Who we got here? Oh, that's John Cena. John Cena, big match, John. Indeed. At this point, I guess it wasn't big match, John. <laughs> no, uh, Mr. Ruthless Aggression, John. And Spider Man climbing up the cage now. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> One of the more iconic moments in SmackDown. Ooh. I missed Test. Yeah, he uh, he had some solid stuff. He he wasn't he wasn't a bad worker at all. Mm. Yeah, this is kind of what I was alluding to earlier about the uh, kind of a, a turning point or whatever for SmackDown because uh, we're getting uh, Edge, Cena, and Mysterio running off the hills, you know, and it's kind of like you know, hey, this is this is the up and coming guys. This is who we're going with, you know. Yep. Very cool. Very cool. And now Billy Kidman just hanging back and watching SmackDown <laughs> in the back. That's cool. <laughs> Hello, Stacy Keebler. All right. Oh, something's going on. Stephanie's serious. She's somebody's driving off. Who's in the limo? I don't want this chair. Why'd you give it to Mysterio? Just throwing it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool, right there. It, it amazes me how John Cena looks exactly the same 18 years later. <laughs> that is crazy, isn't it? Oh, somebody's in the limo. Ah, this is my boy. <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking he like drives off and you got to wait till Raw to find out who went with him or something like that. Uh, I love me some Eric Bischoff. <laughs> that was a pretty cool time period, too. Uh, yeah. Him and Stephanie running both brands and he kind of going had back just, He had just debuted. Hey. Yeah, I think so. Because, yeah, uh, that big shocking reveal where yep. uh, Vince brought him out on Raw. I guess she thought Kurt was in the in the limo. 
think that Kurt's only been in the uh, been with the company for just a little over two years now. At this at this point in time, that's true. Uh, all right. Well, he's he's one of them. He just got it. Like he did just as soon as he come in, just immediately. It was cool. Well, that is match number one of our watch along. So we will get match number two here in a, here in a little bit. But first. Let's uh, let's buzz through everything that has happened this week. Um, so we had one of the longer names for the pay per view uh, in recent memory: uh, the horror show at Extreme Rules. I'll admit I wasn't crazy about the name, but uh, we had on the kickoff show, we had Buddy Murphy and Kevin Owens. Owens defeated Buddy Murphy, or I'm sorry, Murphy. Um, and uh, a tables match for the tag team championship uh, with the New Day and Cesaro and Shinsuke. A little bit of a surprise here, but as we'll find out a little bit later, it kind of makes sense. Uh, Cesaro and uh, Shinsuke get the win and are the new tag team champions. So, Cesaro is carving out a little niche for himself as being a tag team expert or aficionado or however you want to say it because now he's been tag team champions with Tyson Kidd, Sheamus, and Shinsuke Nakamura. So uh, pretty interesting stuff there. Uh, did, did him and Swagger? They never did have the belts, did they? I don't believe so. Um Nikki Cross and Bailey. Uh, Bailey picks up the win. How good is Bailey right now? I mean, really. Um, yeah, I'm I'm loving the heel run. And uh, then MVP and Apollo Cruz. MVP, I guess, is the United States champion. Uh, supposedly, Apollo Cruz wasn't there on Sunday. Um, I'm digging MVP's run. Uh, Good stuff from him. Um, then we get an eye for an eye match. I, uh, and I guess from Mysterio's eye was taken out, popped out. I, I don't know. This whole thing was a little strange. Um, and I'm kind of going through all this warp speed. So, so I'll pause for a second. Uh, what was your thoughts on this? Um, well, I, I didn't see the show. I, I saw, um, the next day I saw some still pictures and stuff. Um, this is one of those that, uh, leading into it, you know, I don't know. It, you, you just knew it was going to be odd. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I guess that's the best way to put it. Uh, you didn't really know how, how they were going to go about doing what they were doing. Uh, can't say it was a good decision. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, I, I did see one thing online. I wanted to throw this in there. Uh, again, in my view, it wasn't that good of. I wasn't into the story. Of, uh, it wasn't that good a decision and stuff. But I, I, somebody put something online. Uh, I guess it was later that night, and it's, it just caught my eye. Uh, so I saw a lot of people that were complaining about it and everything. And you know, again, it it was a bad decision. It wasn't that good of a. Uh, story or whatever but this guy put this on there and, and it it really made me think of our show and how we uh 
try to look at things. And uh, the guy said, before you complain about how stupid the ice stipulation and ending was, my kid just spent 15 minutes on the edge of his seat, scared one of these guys was actually going to lose his eye. Yeah. Kayfabe is what it's all about. Yeah. And, and, and I thought, that's cool. You know, I mean, we don't, you know, we might look at it and be like, oh, this is crazy. But that, that kid, you know, so, again, not not supporting it. I, I thought it was kind of goofy, but, you know, yeah. to that kid, he, he, he marked out. <laughs> um, no, and I mean, supposedly Mysterio's been working without a contract. So, I guess this is a way of getting him off there and maybe they do some contract negotiations. I don't know. Uh but um, I mean, we'll we'll see where it goes. Um, then we get Oscar and Sasha Banks, and we we'll talk about weird. Um, so the match itself was really good, uh, but Bailey, after the ref got green miss, Bailey comes in, puts the ref shirt on, and counts to three. Sasha's the champion, I guess. Uh, so. Kind of, kind of crazy stuff there. Um, but uh, then uh, Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler, pretty solid match here. Um, with uh, McIntyre picking up the win, and didn't we get a swamp fight? Um, and, uh, uh, have you actually seen this? No, I've, I've not seen this one. Uh, the only I saw a clip of something like Alexa Bliss was part of it, but I, the volume wouldn't work. Wouldn't working on my phone at the moment. Yeah. I guess where I was at work or something. And I don't know. bless her heart, I'm glad uh, she graced us with her lovely presence in this match because uh, <laughs> this 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 is weird. This was weird. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, it, so, I don't know who won. Um, I, I don't guess anybody won. Um, yeah, I didn't hate it. I, I didn't hate it. Um, so, but, but I wasn't. I'm having I'm having a difficult time trying to describe this because I'm sitting here watching this, and and as we've talked about before, these cinematic matches, I will be fine if they go away and only return in special special occasions once things get back to normal. And I, I think due to the the time period that we're in, they're fine. Um, and obviously, the boneyard match is is the gold standard for how to do them and do them right. The Firefly Funhouse was it, it was it was weird. It was different. It had some funny parts, but I think, and I'm not meaning to sound negative, but I, I think they've kind of went downhill from there. Um, I wasn't crazy about the Money in the Bank, the the Street Profits and uh, Viking Raiders, their little cinematic stuff. Um, this. Um, I mean, I don't know. It, it was really weird. Uh, and 
at the end of it, uh, the fiend pops out of the swamp. I mean, they tried to make it as much like a horror movie as they could. It, I didn't hate it, but I'm, I was just sitting there. I don't know. As I said, I was watching Bret Hart and, and Davey Boy Smith, and that's what it's all about. Good, good. I don't mean to sound like Jim Cornette, but I like wrestling. I like something that, that at least has a an air of realism and, and, and sport. And I don't know. I'm, I'm getting too negative. I apologize. <laughs> what, what did you think about what you've seen and what you've heard about this man? Uh, well, was it? Did they play it up kind of like um, when, uh, New Day and the White Family? Was it the White Compound Man? Yeah. Or something like that? Was it kind of along those lines? Kind of. Yeah. Okay. That. Okay, that's what I was. I was kind of gathering, but uh, like I said, I, I I didn't get to watch the show. So it, uh, yeah, it, it was a long. And, uh, is there? Yeah. Was there a spot where Braun come face to face with Braun? <laughs> yeah. Or, or I, yeah, there was. There was. Okay. <laughs> and I don't know. It was. It was out there. It was wacky. It. I don't know. I. I guess in the, in cases like this, I guess I need to think of that little kid with the eye for an eye match. Maybe he was just on the edge of his seat in this. I don't know. Wrestling is for everybody. And just people love this and more power to them. I didn't hate it. Like I said, I, I know it sounds like I did, but anyways, moving on. Um, uh, like I said, I don't know who won. Um, uh, because it was kind of an open-ended ending and uh, more to come on that as we move forward in the week. Uh, we, we go along to Raw, uh, which opened up with a pretty darn good match with uh, Seth Rollins and Alistair Black. Um, my only slight, slight complaint, and, and this is splitting hairs, I just wish these guys had a legitimate feud and a, a story. I know they've kind of been... Black's kind of been dabbling in and out with uh, Rollins the past few weeks, but these two, like, over the U.S. title or, heck, even the world title, I think could really tear it down. Um, they get a ton of time here. I think they went, like, the first, almost the first 30 minutes of the show. Uh, really good stuff. Yeah. Um, and Rollins, uh, uh, go ahead. They had they had a good showing, and uh... – of course, Black and um, Murphy's matches have been great. I think, uh, like you said, a feud between the, the two. And, you know, you got Murphy there, too, to, for Black to work with during the feud uh, would be really good. Yeah. And uh, Rollins picks up the win here. I don't think that hurts Black at all. Um, we get uh, Lashley, MVP Shelton Benjamin versus Cedric Alexander, Ricochet, and uh, the returning Ali. Um with uh, the ladder there of uh, Ali Ricochet and Alexander picking up the win. Um, another, another good stuff. Um, n- another uh, good, solid match. Um, I like this little stable they're teasing with uh, the Hurt Business of Lashley, MVP, and Benjamin. No no complaints yeah, I'm, I'm there. I'm enjoying that. Yep. I'm enjoying them together. Uh, MVP, uh, I'm... I'm- I'm glad they brought him back in. Uh, he's he's good on the mic, and he, he works as a uh, mouthpiece for both uh, Lashley and 
Shelton. Yep. Uh, Ruby Wright and uh, Peyton Royce. Um, Wright gets the win. Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza. Street Profits pick up the win. Uh, and uh, Stephen McMahon announces Oscar versus Bank, Sasha Banks for next week. And I guess that will be for the title. So, uh, interesting here. Um, supposedly, we, we, uh, then we have Kari Sane and, and Bailey. Kari Sane defeated uh, Bailey, and supposedly Kari Sane is uh, gone now. This was her last night with the company. We'll, we'll have to see. Um, Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler uh, are going to have a match next week uh, with Drew McIntyre picking the stipulation. And uh, then we have an unsanctioned match with Orton and Big Show. Orton picking up the win. Um, you know, so, I mean, not, not a lot going on um, as we're building towards uh, SummerSlam. Um, but uh, I, uh, still plenty of time left. I'm going to throw a little bit in here. Um since we've missed a few weeks and stuff, I don't think I've got to uh, uh, go into this one. But, uh, you know, Dolphin Drew working well together. Um, I think the natural next step for this feud is uh, Dolph needs to get a uh, somebody to watch his back, maybe a bodyguard, if you will. And then, uh, you know, I'm assuming that bodyguard is going to possibly turn on Dolph and, and injure him. And then Drew's going to feud with that bodyguard, and then Dolph's going to come back. And we're going to see just how good of buddies Dolph and Drew actually are. And uh, then Dolph's going to win the um, U.S. title, and Drew's going to hold the world title. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm going into the Sean Diesel stuff again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, not, nothing wrong with it. Um, I, I mean, I, I think they've, they've had a good feud. Uh, nothing – Earth shattering, but solid. Um, so, they work well together. I, I really enjoyed do. their tag run. So, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, moving along to NXT. Uh, well, well, before we before we get going here again, uh, I know I texted you about it, and, and I just want to touch on this because I know early on in this podcast we mentioned NWA. Well, supposedly NWA is folding. And they're shutting their doors. I mean, Jim Cornette spewing off stuff, and now COVID. I mean, they're they're just they've had bad luck. I, I like what little bit I've seen from them and what they tried to do, but supposedly they're shutting their doors. But what I want to touch on is uh, Impact Wrestling, aka TNA, which has quietly and sometimes not so quietly been around for eighteen years now, and obviously. We've, we've talked about how now the AEW seems like a legitimate contender to WWE because they're on TNT. They've got the backing of a billionaire. I mean, it, it really feels different. Uh, they've got a young, somewhat homegrown, if you will, roster. 
it, it feels different. But TNA now Impact has been around for eighteen years, and I'll admit that I haven't really watched a whole lot since um, Hogan and Bischoff were there. And you know, I I don't know. They just kind of refused to die, and uh, they've they've had Tessa Blanchard. Uh, uh, the, probably the best women's wrestler outside of Charlotte Flair in, in, in the world. Uh, they've had uh, uh, Sammy Callahan. They, they, they've had some good guys working there, but um, I, I haven't really taken notice. And now they've got EC3 is back, uh, Heath Slater, Eric Young, the Motor City Machine Guns. Um, they, they, they kind of Gallows and Anderson. Gallows and Anderson. How could I forget them? So, and <laughs> they uh, they're kind of quietly making some noise and ma- making a, a, a solid name for themselves. And I really just want to give them a good shout out. Um, and I think they're on Access TV on Tuesday nights. They're also on uh, Twitch um, as a free live stream. So. If you haven't checked them out, nothing on on Tuesdays, maybe just show them some love. I mean, I, I plan on, at least if I can remember it, trying to click them out. Uh, supposedly, the North uh, and uh, the Motor City Machine Guns had a phenomenal tag team title match this past week. Uh, I'm going to try to get around to watching that. Um, so, like I said, if, if you haven't watched TNA or now Impact in quite some time, maybe, maybe check them out. I mean... Uh, just show them some love. Uh, those men and women are trying to provide some entertainment, just like uh, WWE and AEW are. So, and it seems like they they're uh, they got a solid product. So, um, yeah, I, I need to. I need. Um, there there was a time where they it seemed like they jumped channels like a lot. Yeah, like back to back to back, and I, I kind of lost wherever they were in the shuffle and. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm going to try and check them out a, at least a little bit, kind of see what's going on with everybody coming in. And uh, um, uh, Brian Myers, uh, aka Kurt Hawkins, he's there. Yeah, I think he showed up this past week too. So, yeah. Uh, so um, just just wanted to throw that out there. And uh, going forward, I mean, we'll try to show them a little respect and maybe some noteworthy, newsworthy stuff. Uh, at least try to include them in the mix. So. Uh, just wanted to throw that out there, but moving along um, to NXT. Uh, so Keith Lee defeated Adam Cole and is the uh, NXT champion. Well, he will, he was also North American champion. He relinquished the uh, North American title and now they're going to have a, a tournament. So should be, should be pretty interesting to see how that goes. Um, Dexter Loomis and uh, Killian Dane. Dexter Loomis picks up the win. Rosango defeated Everrise. And yet again, I've got to get around to watch it next to you because a lot of these names are just mysteries to me. Uh, <laughs> Shotzi Blackheart defeated Aaliyah. Um, and then Johnny Gargano, Roderick Strong, and Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed defeated both Roderick Strong and Johnny Gargano uh, to qualify for the North American Championship ladder match. 
Um, Oni Lorcan versus Timothy Thatcher. Thatcher defeated Lorcan. Carrion uh, Cross and uh, Dominic the joke say it because I always butcher, butcher it. <laughs> As uh, Mara would say, Dajakovic. Dajakovic. I always want to say it like, <laughs> weird. But anyhow. Uh, him and Karrion Cross uh, had a match. Cross defeated him, and um, yeah, I, I think Karrion uh, Cross has got to be in line to uh, to go one on one with Keith Lee, um, which should be should be pretty interesting. Um, then. Over on Dynamite, uh, I thought this was a heck of a show. Um, Eddie Kingston made a little surprise appearance, took on Cody, and uh, Cody picked up the win. Uh, Kingston had a good showing. I kind of hope he um, gets signed by AEW. Um, Then... MJF defeated Griff Garrison. This was just more or less uh, heel tactics 101. Then uh, Butcher and the Blade and the Young Bucks had a really good Falls Count Anywhere match. Um, Diamante versus Adelise. I'm sure I'm butchering both of those names. but uh, Diamante picked up the win here. Alan Angels and Adam Page had a pretty solid match for the most part. Uh, Angels is part of Dark Order, and now it seems that uh, Page has got an issue with the Dark Order, so we'll see what happens there. Then Jurassic Express versus Jericho and Jake Hager. Uh, Sammy Guevara returned with, um, from his suspension. And uh, obviously, Jake Hager and Jericho picked up the win. I, I thought this was a pretty good episode. Um, I, I've said it before. I, I think uh, AEW has figured has navigated the the weird time we're in and the uh, crowdless era a little bit better. Um, but uh, I think WWE's figuring it out. They're they're getting there. Um, yes. I saw a few clips from this. Not not much. I, I saw Sammy coming back, and I saw the um, the Bucks. Uh, was it a double moonsault? Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. One of them did or, a swanton. One of them did a elbow drop. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I saw them both up there. I, I couldn't remember what the move what they had done, but I saw them both do the uh, moves off the top of the uh, yeah. entrance. That's a. Uh, I think that's all the clips. I, I did see the Kingston match. It was on right before I uh, went to bed. Yeah, I, I, I sound so old. <laughs> uh, I, I sound so old. It's seven o'clock. I better better head to bed. But <laughs> but that, nah, that three a.m. comes early. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Um, moving along to uh, to SmackDown, um, we got Bailey and Sasha opening up the show, um, and. Uh, then Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss interrupt. This leads to a match with Cross and uh, 
Christ and Alexa Bliss um, to, to get a shot. And um, then we get we get a little message from Bray Wyatt who basically says he's going to unleash the Fiend on Braun Strowman. Um, Matt Riddle defeated Tony Nese. Um, and uh, Naomi appeared on Miz TV to uh, address the hashtag Naomi, Naomi deserves better. Um, and this, this kind of led to some interaction with Lacey Evans. Um, the most, one of the most newsworthy things I think to come out of this show was with as I said earlier, with uh, Cesaro and Shinsuke uh, winning the tag team titles, it makes a little bit more sense now because apparently Kofi is hurt. So this means that we're finally, finally going to get a singles push of Big E. Wow. But yeah, both of them are out here, aren't they? Uh, Kofi and Woods. Yep. So, so wow. This. Uh, this this could get really interesting. Um, but uh, that makes sense. I I heard somebody say that the uh, tables match at uh, uh, Extreme Rules kind of ended quick, like it ended real abruptly. Mm-hmm. So uh, I guess that Kofi was injured. And, okay, makes sense. Uh, Grand Metalik defeated Shorty G, Drew Gulak, Lance Dorado. Never heard of him. <laughs> Uh, to become the number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, then uh, we get Jeff Hardy and Sheamus in a bar fight. And uh, Jeff Hardy uh, picks up the win here. Um, so, as, as we mentioned, I mean, not, not a lot going on, I, I think. Uh, to your point, I think uh, some things are just kind of, for lack of a better way of putting it, in in autopilot. So maybe maybe not the most um, you know ideal time to uh, to bring out your biggest storyline. So that's, that's probably some of it. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah. I, I think they're they're doing a lot. That's it's just hey, we got to get through this and do something. Oh, yeah. And and I also think they look at it in the sense of you know, their their fans are watching, but at the same time their fans have a lot on their minds right now. So you know they might not be as um, as invested as they normally are too. So you know, because it, it's a weird time we're in right now with everything. So yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, that is the week that was, and um, I'll let you introduce the second watch-along we're going to do. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to go on. I'm going to do the uh, rest of the Today in Wrestling History okay. and lead into it. Okay. Uh, while, while, while we're on the subject of the of the date, uh, we're going to go back for our first entry here. Um, uh, July 25th, 1988. It's the Rockers versus the Rougeau Brothers. Oh. Um, it's on my list of matches I have somewhere. 
but I don't know if it was just a costume video match or challenge or what it was, but I'm sure that was pretty good. But they, they usually had put on a good show together. Um, move forward to 1993. We've got Jerry Lawler versus Owen Hart from WWF Challenge. Um, pretty sure this is building for uh, Lawler and Brett, I think, for SummerSlam, I think. Um, Owen was still the Rocket at this time, so I figured Lawler got the win in that one. And, you know, probably probably rubbed it in to poor Brett and oh, yeah. uh, helped build up SummerSlam. I figured that's what was going on there. Uh, in 1999, we had Fully Loaded. Uh, this was Austin and Taker in a first blood match. Uh, WBF title on the line. Um, Acolytes and Hardys and Acolytes versus Hardys and Michael Hayes with the tag titles. <laughs> this was, uh, I guess, his, his short-lived time period with him. Uh, also, at, for the Intercontinental title, we had Jeff Jarrett and Edge because uh, we were one day removed from Edge's one-day Intercontinental title run. <laughs> He had won it the night before. Uh, from what I read yesterday, he was uh, replaced, uh, a last-minute replacement for Ken Shamrock, it said. And uh, it, it was in Canada at uh, a show, and um, Edge won the Intercontinental title and then wrestled at the uh, pay-per-view the next night and I think lost it back to Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> Interesting. So, and uh, then we move on to 2002. Uh, this is the one we just watched with uh, – Edge and Jericho in the cage, as we also mentioned, Rey Mysterio and Chavo Guerrero for Rey's uh, WWE debut. Um, let's see. Then we move on down to 2011, and this was the night that uh, the WWE title was vacant. Uh, CM Punk had left with the belt, and they did the tournament or the um, yeah the mini tournament to crown a. Uh, New champion. Uh, Rey Mysterio won the uh, WWE Championship. I think his only run with that belt. I believe you're right. Because he's, he's had the world title, but I think that's the only one he had the WWE title. And uh, then after he wins it, um, Cena comes out and challenges him to a match later in the night. And uh, I think and then Cena beats Mysterio, so poor Mysterio's Rain didn't last long. And then Punk comes out and pretty much negates John Cena winning the title. So, <laughs> so that interesting time period. That's the, the debut of uh, him using Cole's personality, right? Yep, yep. Because right after Cena won, uh, the music started and everybody's kind of like, what is this? What's this? And yeah. Then he comes out. So pretty cool. Uh, which is also kind of neat if you look at that. Uh, Mysterio debuted. On July twenty fifth, two thousand two, and then he won the uh, WWE title on July twenty fifth, twenty eleven. So it's a pretty good date for him. Yeah, yeah. And then we move forward. Uh, this is our other uh, watch along here. Uh, it's from uh, July twenty fifth, twenty sixteen. Um, this was uh, shortly after the brand split, I believe. Uh, they were in the midst of uh, setting up the uh, first Universal title match. Uh, the main event that night was, well, maybe not the main event. Hold on, yeah, uh, was uh, Finn Balor and Roman Reigns. The winner would go on to wrestle Seth Rollins at uh, SummerSlam for the to crown the Universal Champion. And also on that show, this this is our uh, watch along match here. We've got Charlotte versus Sasha for the women's title. <laughs> so, and and I, I'm I'm gonna throw it in here. I, I texted you this the other day, but I'm gonna give this for our listeners as well. On my list of matches, I've got a list of matches that's got uh, 
any if I've got it on VHS or DVD somewhere, I've got it wrote down, and th- and this was on there, and uh, on my list, I've got like a billion stars beside this match, <laughs> so I, I knew it was going to be a good one, and uh, you know, because Dave Meltzer, he gives five stars, but only if it's a flippy guy match from Japan, <laughs> but, but Josh Ellis, that's right, he gives a billion stars. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, guys. Uh, well, uh, let's let's get into it here. Um, I've got it pulled up uh, from uh, July 25th, 2016 Raw. Uh, looks like we are timestamp of one hour, 19 minutes, and four seconds. Um, oh, whoa. The match list, and we've got uh, Nia Jax versus Britt Baker. In the uh, the little match list that I'm scrolling through to get to it, really, I, I went right over that. <laughs> uh, Did she work NXT at all, or was she maybe is that just a tryout match or something? Or may have been. I will have to go back and watch that now. That's interesting because well, since since she brought her up, uh, she's been phenomenal. Um, as, as the role model in, in her wheelchair and getting the surgery <laughs> and just being absolutely fantastic heel. Um, and I just know, I just know that Jericho was working with her because that has got, that has got WCW Jericho written all over it. And I mean that in the most sincere complimentary way. Uh, it's, it's great. Um, but anyways, so let's uh, let's give a three, two, one countdown to this, and we'll hit play. So three, two, one, play. We have Natasha Banks getting ready to come out. Um, I think I think we may mentioned, you know, she's really hitting her stride. Uh, so. She had a phenomenal match with who was it, Io Shirai at uh, the Great American Bash, and obviously great match with Oscar. Yeah, I think outside of Charlotte, she was the one that everybody thought would ultimately get where Becky got to, and, and I think there's certainly still, still time. Uh, so she, uh, I think her and Bailey are certainly taking taking the spot left. By uh, Charlotte leaving, and obviously Becky leaving, um, and uh, kudos to both those ladies. I, I think. Um, oh, and we're in a commercial. So, anyways, <laughs> um, <coughs> cricket wireless. I did not realize as we get on into the current era. How uh, how, it, how they just leave all these advertisements in? Um, <laughs> I guess if we go back in, in a lot of the uh, late nineties, early two thousands, uh, Snickers Snickers Cruncher, I think it was, used to sponsor a lot of the pay per views. So, oh yeah, I remember that. Slim Jim Halloween Havoc. Yep. Who's uh, who's this with her? Is that Dana Brooke? I don't remember them being together, but uh, both ladies 
very strong. Could probably kick my butt. Uh, no doubt about it. I, I remember this. Uh, seems like they kind of rushed through this storyline a little bit. She was kind of like a protege or whatever. And uh, <laughs> then, uh, I don't know, it, it didn't last long. I, I was enjoying it. But uh, they kind of, I don't know. She went face, Charlotte turned on her. I don't really think they did a feud or anything with it. But... I miss Charlotte doing little front flip and this stuff. And I, I miss this whole flippy dippy entrance she used to do. <laughs> um, I do not remember this. I guess this was a triple threat match. I think this was um was it a tag team? Perhaps? I think I think it was a tag match. I think Bailey was still actually on the NXT roster at the time. Hmm. And uh they had a, a mystery partner uh tag match at uh Battleground if I'm not mistaken. So that was Bailey's first first taste of the main roster. From the Queen City, uh, uh, who is it? Uh, Hamilton, uh, or, or what is his name? That ring announcer. Uh, I don't know. Oh, uh, I, cannot, uh, I cannot think of his name now. Yeah, yeah. But I, I always love it when he uh, introduces Charlotte from the Queen City. <laughs> that and. Uh, uh, Justin Roberts over on AEW when he introduces John Moxley. It's John Moxley, which I think is kind of <laughs> a play off of when he used to introduce John Cena. He would John the same thing. So I guess he named John gets uh, the full treatment from him. Um, <laughs> it's just. Just terrific. I was looking at that raw set back there. I that looked kind of different. Uh, I mean, obviously, it's different than the one they had had now. But uh, <laughs> both ladies getting locked up here. Um, And, 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 you know, I will be glad, obviously, things get back to normal and for, for, as we keep talking about. But, you know, Ray Ripley uh, had a phenomenal match with Charlotte at uh, WrestleMania. I think she, uh, you know, I, I think she's probably the next next woman up to really break through, and I can see her having great matches with Sasha and Bailey, um, Tony Storm as well. Tony Storm is is really good. Uh, 
just so many young young women out there uh, on the roster that uh, this women's revolution uh, isn't going anywhere anytime soon, and that's this is great. Um, Oh, that's cool. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Modified version of the bank statement. Yes, good night. That's she's got that really locked in. Um I I love Sasha. It, it just Always trash talking, just always, just so confident. Always trash talking, good stuff. Um, you know, and you, you were bringing up all the memorable angles and matches and stuff that happened during the summer. I think, I think we sometimes take for granted. Uh, some of the stuff that does happen over the summer um, because if you think about it from the territory days and shortly thereafter yeah I figured there was a lot of stuff that happened in the summer because all the kids were out of school uh, summer summer break and everything so I mean obviously you've had bigger crowds uh, true True. So, so there's when you can run your big angles, your hot angles. So I think the summer, you know, we kind of sleep on it sometimes, but there's always been some, some solid stuff through the summer. Obviously now you have Rumble to Mania is kind of the prime time for uh, WWE's best stuff. But um, maybe we still got SummerSlam, but I, I think just in general, there's been some sleeper storylines that have taken place during the summer over the years. True. Uh, oh, nasty neck breaker there. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I was mentioning, you know, Sasha is uh, still plenty of time for her to break through. I'm, I don't think she's even 30 yet. I think she's. She might be thirty. I'm I'm not sure, uh, but she's still really young. Uh, Is she leaving? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, she's gonna she's gonna taunt her. Sasha Banks. I thought she was taking. Sasha Banks is twenty eight. Twenty eight years old. Still, I mean, she's. Just now reaching her prime. Which is crazy to think about because I think her and Bailey had that phenomenal match at TakeOver um, 2015, I think it was. So she was 23 at the time. She's 24 in this match. So, I mean, just crazy to think how, how good she is. Such a young age, yeah. and still got still got a lot left in the tank. Oh yeah, 
Shades of Eddie Guerrero there. Yep. And another commercial. And we're back. I don't remember that giant archway over that raw set. That is throwing me for a loop. I, I just... It does look, <laughs> look a little different. Maybe they just used it for the first so many uh, weeks of the brand split. It's possible. It's possible. Good little head scissors tape down there. Oh, that looked a little awkward. It did. Just kind of fell into the rope. Uh, speaking of uh, ropes and uh, falling into the ropes, apparently Darby Allen, uh, one of my favorite up and coming fellas uh, from AEW, suffered a concussion this past week. Um, and if you watch the clip, and, and I remember watching it live this past week, I thought it looked a little awkward, but if you go back and watch the clip, so Ricky Starks comes down and attacks him from behind. He like goes directly into the ropes on the outside and nasty looking fall uh, that, that caused a concussion. So hopefully he's uh, able to have a good speedy recovery there. Um, yeah. It, uh, now, hadn't he missed a few weeks? He, wasn't he out for something else? Yeah. he at, Right after double nothing, he missed a few weeks. So I'm really hoping he doesn't get, uh, the dreaded injury prone label. Hopefully not. He's certainly one of their uh, good young up and coming stars. Sasha picking up a head of steam here. Indeed. Ooh. Double days. Just gets a two carry. That made me think of another. Uh, made me think of another Vinceism right there. One, two, oh, she's got him! Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh! That, that was nice. That was smooth. You know, and and <laughs> as. Anyone who's listening, I'm sure, has tried wrestling moves. Uh, to you know, you, you try wrestling moves, you think try to get somebody in a neck breaker. It's a little awkward, you know. Even if you both know what's coming, uh, can be it can be a little awkward, and um, it just makes that that much more impressive that both ladies were that darn smooth with it. Um, Oh, Woo. awkward landing there on the suicide you dive. dive through the mm-hmm. Given that they're all, though. They are. They really are. There's another look at it right here. Ooh.
Sasha going up top. Gets cut off by Charlotte. Oh, oh, okay. I'm not sure if that was intentional or a botch. Look nasty out of the way. They just keep on going, though. And one of the prettiest moonsaults in the business today. Oh, wow. (laughs) She's awesome. (laughs) On the outside. Uh. She was reaching for that when she was like, well, maybe if I cover him, the ref won't pay attention. We'll go and count to three. <laughs> that throws me back. Uh, do you remember um, oh. um, the one that we used to be with Naomi Cameron? Yeah. When they, uh, they went singles, like I remember a match where uh, – like she did some kind of move, knocked the her opponent down, and she did her um, like splits leg drop, and uh, she's like count it, ref. But the w- person she was wrestling was like laying on their stomach, <laughs> <laughs> and she had to stop and roll them over. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh man, I don't care if they're on their stomach. Count it. <laughs> count it anyway. <laughs> Sasha's hanging in there. So this, yeah, this was for the title, right? Yep, yep. And I guess uh, Sasha uh, held it since Mania. I think so. Another good match too. That's the uh, triple threat match. Yep. Between uh, the, these two ladies here and uh, oh, she, she's she's going to uncle her. She's going to uncle her. There's a, a dustyism there. <laughs> wow, they're just oh oh, 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 oh the bridge. Oh. oh no no, you want to turn it? There's somebody's higher in the ring. <laughs> did you see that? Oh, and here we go, a little variation of the Brett spot. I did see that. Somebody's getting their weave pulled out. I think uh, <laughs> the, the hair extensions. Um, either Charlotte or uh, Dana, I, I suppose. Yeah, it's blonde. Whatever, whoever it is. Sasha favoring her knee. And Charlotte coming in. She smells blood. Here we go. Nope. Oh. Uh, that oh, was cool. that was cool. She's got it locked in. Make a statement. Oh. Oh. No. I think her feet was under the ropes. Here, on the ropes. Yeah, there we go. Charlotte looking wild here, I think. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about the uh, the bedazzled eye that she used to do. That's... 
And there we go again. Oh, didn't she just tap? I thought she tapped right there. No? It looked like she did. I think she was the whole time. There we go. So she (laughs) That's pretty good. A heck of a match. I forgot about Sasha winning. This was her first title, right? Yep. I believe, yeah. I like the uh, bank statement. Even even though they ended up under the ropes, the bank statement, and then the uh, Charlotte tries to reverse it, and they just kind of roll back into it. Uh, it reminds yep. me of uh, Benoit and Triple H for Mania yep. uh, 20. Heck of a match. Heck of a match. Solid choices. I say that's worth those billion stars right there. I would agree. I'm going to up it. I'm going to say a billion and one stars. A billion and one. Um, Well, I think uh, with that being said, um, we will uh, bid everyone a good day. Um, I don't think uh, I've got anything else for this week. Do you? I think we've we've pretty much touched on everything. And... uh, We'll try to get back at it next week. And if not, we will join everyone when we can. Um, hopefully have more good watch longs. So, uh, that's all I've got. So, uh, that's see, all I got. see everybody next week. See you guys. Stay positive.